just come here humbly before you tonight. Just come in here seeking your face, Lord God. Just come in here to hear your voice. Just come in here, God, to worship, to commune, just to sit at your feet, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that that you're a faithful God. I thank you, Lord, that you're a God that we can trust. You're a God that we can rely on. You're a God that your very being is, is love, that of love, that of forgiveness. Lord, I thank you that you desire a relationship with each and every one of us, Lord God. That you desire, Lord, for each of us, Lord, to be your dwelling place. To be the place where your presence rests. And to be a vessel that carries your presence, Lord God. Father, I thank you for that, God, today. I thank you that each and every one of us be a carrier of your presence. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for this time together tonight. I just thank you for your Holy Spirit that's present in this house. And I thank you within that, God, is life, peace, joy, everything else, God, that we need unto godliness. So, Father, I just ask you, God, just speak to our hearts tonight, King Jesus. Prepare our hearts to receive what you have. You are worthy, my King. You're worthy to be praised. and You're worthy to be worshipped. You're worthy, God, for us to live our lives for you, Jesus. So, Father, I just thank you, God, in advance. Lord, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you that when we call upon your name, God, that you hear us and you listen and you answer. Have your way tonight, my King. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise in this house tonight. Right, praise the Lord. You may be seated. All right, if you have your Bibles, let's uh, let's open up to Second Samuel tonight. Second Samuel, in chapter six. Second Samuel, in chapter six. Second Samuel, chapter six. And we'll start in verse 1. 
just to kind of give you a little background, this is a time when uh, Israel had gone into battle against the Philistines, amen? They'd gone into battle in, against the Philistines, and Israel had uh, lost about 4,000 of their men in this battle against the Philistines, amen? They were being taken over by the Philistines. They were, amen, being defeated by their enemy. We're talking about God's people, God's army, amen? God's, uh, you know, chosen. And here they are, they're being defeated by the enemy. They're being conquered by the enemy. And, and there's a couple of various things that took place, and I'll share those in a minute. But uh, about 4,000 of their men had, had been lost in this battle, amen. And, and what this was, was this was actually uh, evidence to them, to the, to the people of God, amen, that, that, uh, that God was displeased with them, amen. Because how many of y'all know if God is for us, who can be against us? Amen? You know, there's no enemy that can stand against us when God is for us. Amen? Every weapon that is formed against us shall not prosper. Amen? Why? Because God is with us. God is for us, right? The same way David was able to overcome Goliath. Amen? The same way that the children of people of God were able to overcome Jericho amen because God was with them amen and so here this was this was evidence of them that God God was displeased amen and and, and so I, I want to kind of jump off into this scripture starting in second Samuel for just a moment in in six uh, chapter six and verse one if you'll go there with me tonight and starting in verse one and the word of the Lord reads now David again gathered all the chosen men of Israel. Amen. We're talking about King David. 30,000. And David arose and went with all the people who were with him to Baal Judah to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called by the name, the very name of the Lord of hosts, who is enthroned above the cherubim they placed the ark of God on a new cart that they might bring it from the house of Abinadab which was on the hill and Uzzah King Uzzah and Ahoah the sons of Abinadab were leading the new cart so they brought it with the ark of God from the house of Abinadab which was on the hill and Ahio, excuse me for butchering that, but was walking ahead of the ark. Meanwhile, David and all the house of Israel were celebrating before the Lord with all kinds of instruments made of fir wood and with lyres, harps, and tambourines, castanets, and cymbals. But when they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah reached out towards the ark of God and took hold of it for the oxen nearly upset it and the anger of the Lord burned against Uzzah and the God struck him down there for his irreverence somebody say irreverence 
See, see, one thing about it, saints, amen, when we're talking about the ark, amen, uh, the ark is what carried the presence of God, right? And, 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 and he was saying here that there was a certain reverence that should have been taken, amen, when it came to the presence of God. And so it says, the anger of the Lord, of verse 7, burned against Uzzah, and God struck him down for his irreverence, amen. God wants us to have reverence for, for the presence of God. And he died there by the ark of God. And David became angry because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah. And that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. So David was afraid of the Lord that day. Amen. And he said, how can the ark of the Lord come to me? And David was unwilling to move the ark of the Lord into the city of David with him. But David took it aside to the house of Obadiah, Obadiah, the Gittite. Thus the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obadiah, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Obadiah and all his household. Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obadiah and all that belongs to him on account of the ark of of God now remember the ark of God is what carries what the presence of God amen and David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obadiah into the city of David with gladness the Bible says let me pray father we just come to you tonight in the name of Jesus and Lord I just thank you father for this time together I thank you for this word I thank you for these men and women and that are here tonight and I just ask you God just to anoint this time and let us hear what you're communicating amen let me be able to communicate clearly what you're saying and father I just thank you for this time I, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit and uh, father I just ask you God to just have your way tonight God have your way Holy Spirit you are worthy Jesus you're worthy God and so father I thank you and I praise you in Jesus name Amen. Come on, if you would give the Lord a hand, praise. Amen. All right. And so I want to share with you tonight a little bit. I want to share with you about carrying the presence of God. Amen. Carrying the presence of God. And when we talk, talk about the ark of God, the ark of God represents the presence of God. Amen. It represents the presence of God. And, and at this point in time, the Philistines, amen, had defeated Israel, amen. They had taken out over 4,000 of their men. And not only that, but they had also captured or taken into their possession the ark of God. And so here we are, David. David is working diligently, amen, to get back what the enemy had stolen, Amen. To get back the ark of God that was representing the presence of the Lord. Amen. And when the presence was there, amen, they had the victory. Are y'all with me today? So here they are, amen. The enemies, amen, beginning to defeat them. The beginning, the enemies overtaking them, amen, and even taking the very presence of God from the people of Israel's possession. Amen. 
Now, I want you to look at this in context to us today because in, the, in, in that day, God's presence was in the ark. Amen. Are y'all with me today? And, and, and that was also what was, would be inside the tabernacle and then in the, pre, and, and then in the temple. But today, you and I, amen, are, the Bible says, the temple of the Holy Spirit. You and I are those, the ark that, of where God's presence dwells. Are y'all with me today? You and I, amen, are ones where the presence of God, where we carry the presence of God in our lives. Amen. We carry it. Somebody say, we carry it. We're carriers of the presence of God. In other words, we don't just merely experience the presence of God when we come into the house of God, amen, or the temple of God, if you wanted to call it that, right? Amen. But we, amen, ourselves are the very temple of God, amen. We are the very carriers of the presence, amen. In other words, even when we leave this church, amen, we still carry the presence of the Lord. Are y'all with me today? But sometimes what happens is, amen, things begin to transpire in our lives and, and the enemy sometimes can begin to create us to where he steals the very presence of God from our lives. Are y'all with me today? And so that's kind of what was taking place right here uh, in, in this time. The Philistines, amen, be, were defeating Israel. They, they were conquering their, their men and, and they had stolen the ark, amen, of the covenant. They had stolen it, amen. And, and God, at this point in time, had kind of forsaken his people. And as a result, amen, the enemy, amen, the Philistines, they had an easy victory, amen, against Israel, right? And so Israel should have known that God's presence with them, amen, was depending upon their obedience uh, to his word, right? And so here we see, uh, if we go back in, 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 the, in the, the first Samuel, amen, we begin to see where the Philistines captured this ark, right? And Eli, right, Eli, he was the priest, amen, he was a 98-year-old priest, and here he is, he's sitting by the wayside, and all of a sudden this messenger begins to arrive at, at Shiloh, amen, at Shiloh, and, and this messenger began to come to Eli, the priest, amen, and he began to come to him with this bad news, amen, or this sad news. And, and the messenger uh, runs right past him, amen, and he, he begins to announce this news or give this message, amen, in the city, right, to the city. And all of a sudden, this uproar in the city began to arouse Eli's curiosity, Amen. And, and he was actually at a point where he was expecting some good news. He was expecting the fulfillment of Samuel's prophecy. Amen. But the messenger didn't come with the news that he was expecting. In fact, the Bible says that the messenger begins to give uh, the four, uh, four different pieces of, 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 of bad news. And he gave them in a certain order of importance. And the first thing that he said, he said to the people in the city, he says, guess what? The Philistines have taken over and Israel has fled. Amen. The people of Israel have fled. Amen. And not only that, but many of the people of Israel have been slaughtered by the Philistines. Okay. He says they've been slaughtered. They fled. Amen. They said Eli, who was the priest, he said Eli's two sons are now dead. Amen. And not only are Eli, the priest's son's dead, but the ark has also been taken. 
Are y'all with me today? And the Bible says this. The Bible says, amen, that due to this news that Eli falls into a state of shock. And the Bible says he breaks his neck and he dies. He got this news. He got this word. And, and, and the Bible says that he, he fell back from this, amen, and he broke his neck and he died. And then all of a sudden we begin to hear about his daughter-in-law, amen, who loses her life as she delivers a son, amen. And that name uh, uh, was Ichabod, which means no glory or where is the glory. Somebody say, where is the glory? So, so bringing you back up to speed with where we are. So here we are, the Philistines, they kept the ark of God for, for about seven months, okay? They had the, the, the ark of the covenant that was carrying the presence of God, amen? And they had been victor, victorious over Israel because of Israel's disobedience, amen? They weren't able to continue to carry the presence. Now, I want you to look at this because the, new, the Old Testament is a is a physical depiction of the New Testament and the spiritual, right? All right. And so here we are. The ark of God was captured, and Eli the priest and his sons, amen, because Eli and his sons, they were in sin. The Bible said in 1 Samuel 2, 17, Thus the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for the men despised the offering of the Lord. And just to kind of give you a little idea of what was going on, they were stealing from God, first of all, and they were committing adultery. And God finally began to bring judgment on Eli and his two sons, amen. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 4 and 11, and the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hopni and Phinehas, they both died. Somebody say, God is good. And it says in 1 Samuel 4 and 18, it came about when they mentioned the ark of God to Eli that he fell off the seat backwards beside the gate and his neck was broke and he died. See, one thing that we've got to understand, saints, for you and I, they meant just like it, it began to affect Eli and his sons. How many of y'all know you and I, when we allow sin in our life, it separates us from the presence of God. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Amen. But the free gift of God is eternal life. Amen. Are y'all with me today? And so sin began to enter into their lives. Amen. And it began, and the disobedience began to affect them to where the, to where the presence of God was now taken from them. And when, and when us as Christians, when we live in disobedience to God, how many of y'all know we'll lose connection with God's presence if we do not repent? So here we are right here. Amen. The plans that David had, the plan that David had was to go and get back, amen, the Ark of the Covenant, to get back the presence of God and bring it back to Jerusalem. Are y'all with me today? And so I want to share that a little bit with you tonight, amen. Because sometimes you and I, we've got to, amen, get to a point where we're not just experiencing the presence of God when we come into a worship service, but we're back carrying the presence of God with us day to day, moment to moment, and hour to hour. Are y'all with me today? Where we're walking in the anointing and the fullness of what God has, amen, so that we can be victorious, so that we can be overcomers, so that we can do and be everything that God has called us to do, Amen. And so here we begin to look at this situation concerning David, amen. And, 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 and David, here we are, David, he began to make some mistakes, 
Amen. Because he was trying to bring the ark of God back, but he was trying to do it using worldly methods. Now, one thing about it, amen, as we bring the ark of God back to our hearts, as we bring in to bring the presence of God back into our life in a way to where God wants to manifest it through our lives, amen, to where we're walking in the fullness of God, where we're walking in the joy of the Lord, we're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, where we're walking in that victory. You and I, we've, in order to do that, we've got to do it, amen, not our way, but we've got to do it God's way. Somebody say God's way. And so as we look right here in 2 Samuel 6 and 3, as he puts it up, amen, on the screen, we begin to see David, amen, beginning to try to make this effort in order to accomplish something. And his purpose and his desire was good, but the way that he was going about it, amen, was ineffective. Are y'all with me today? He says, they placed the ark of God on a new cart that they might bring it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, and Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were leading the new cart. Now, the Bible says that the ark of God was about to fall off the cart when Uzzah touched it. And he was struck dead by God. Amen. Now, what we're looking at here is they were trying to do the right thing. They were trying to bring back the ark and the presence of God. But they were going about it, amen, the wrong way. See, the sin of Uzzah in touching the ark came about that it was not being carried, amen, by Levites as God had directed, amen. In other words, the Levitical priesthood, the Levites, were the ones that were only the ones that were supposed to be carrying the ark of God. Are y'all with me today? Now, this is, look at this picture for just a moment here, amen. See, the ark was being carried by the sons of Kohath, amen. In the Numbers 30 and 33 and 30 says, the leader of the families of Kohath clans was Elizapan, son of Isaiah. And they were responsible for the care of the ark. See, King David, he didn't do his homework, amen, and his first attempt to bring back the ark was a disaster as we look right there in 2 Samuel chapter 6 and verse 6 as you put it on the screen. And he says, and when they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Uzzah put out his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it. For the oxen stumbled, and then the anger of the Lord was aroused against Uzzah, and God struck him there for his error, and he died there by the ark of God. See, one thing about it, saints, is when you and I, when we come to God and we're seeking his presence and we still continue to live, amen, worldly and we still continue to live carnal, amen, then God's presence is so powerful it can even begin to affect us in a way to where it can kill us. Are y'all with me today? Hello, somebody. See, they said that he had irreverence for the presence of God. Amen. So we are trying to get back into the presence of the Lord. We're trying to get back to carrying that presence and walking in that anointing. Amen. But we can't do it and still be playing with carnality and still be playing with worldliness and trying to do it in our own manner. Are y'all with me today? Amen. We've got to come to a point where we have reverence for the holy and righteous presence of the Lord. Amen. And we come to him humble. 
humbly, amen, submitted and surrendered, amen, and repentive in our hearts, amen, with reverence for what the presence of God is, knowing that we're sinners in need of a Savior. Are y'all with me today? See, he had the right to motive and desire, but he had the wrong method in order to accomplish it. And as a result, amen, Uzzah got, ended up dead. But somebody say, God's still good. See, a lot of times it says Christians, we want God's presence in our lives, but we refuse to let go of certain things, certain habits, certain sins that are wrong in guys god's eyes amen but if you want to bring the the the, if you want to bring back the ark amen if you want to bring back the presence to your life then you've got to be willing to do it the way that god wants to do it are y'all with me today he says confess your sins and he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness amen first peter 1 15 says but just as he who called you is holy so be holy in all you do somebody say all you do he says be holy because i am holy are y'all with me today See, those men weren't capable, amen, of just, of just getting a hold of the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God. Amen. Are y'all with me today? They weren't capable of bringing it back. And you and I, we're not capable of doing that, amen, in our own flesh. Are y'all with me today? We're not capable of doing that without having a repentive heart, about, without being willing to turn away from these sins that are in our lives, amen, and this worldliness and this carnality, amen, and these very things that are stopping us, amen, from walking in the presence of God. And I'm here to tell you, amen, it is, a, it is when we, we try to do it in this way, amen, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's mere, amen, just throwing it's a slap in the face to God are y'all with me today now I know this might be a little bit of not the most appealing preaching but that's okay somebody somebody look at your neighbor and say it's okay See, we need to be carrying the presence of the Lord in our lives. We've got to be carriers, amen. We've got to be that ark that the presence of God is dwelling in our lives. But not just anybody can carry the presence of the Lord. Are y'all with me today? Not just anybody can touch the presence of the Lord. So we've got to bring it back God's way. Somebody say God's way. And we've got to dedicate ourselves to God's holiness. Somebody say God's holiness. So after this mistake, amen, that David made, he, he, he did his homework, amen, because he wanted to bring the presence of God. He wanted to bring the ark back, amen, to Jerusalem. And then David said this, and He said, no one is to carry the ark of God but the Levites, for the Lord chose them to carry the ark of God. See, he had discovered that the Levites, amen, they were the ones that were to carry the ark of God, but the Levites were ones that had to consecrate themselves. Somebody say consecrate themselves. 
And he said to them, you are the heads of the father's household of the Levites. Consecrate yourselves, both you and your relatives, that you may bring up the ark of the Lord of Israel to the place that I have prepared. Put that scripture up there, First Chronicles 15 and 12. You're the heads of the father's house of the Levites. Consecrate yourselves and your relatives. Amen. That you may bring the ark of the Lord of God of Israel to the place that I have prepared it. Amen. Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 7, 5. He said, do not deprive each other except by mutual consent. Amen. The word consecrate means this. It means to devote. It means to dedicate. It means to sanctify. Amen. It means to be made holy, to consecrate yourself. Amen. You need to be devoted to God. You need to be dedicated to God. You need to be sanctified and made holy before God. Amen. To carry his presence so you can walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. See, God wants us to have clean hearts so that we can also carry his presence in our lives. Are y'all with me today? The Bible says, amen, that we, amen, are a royal priesthood. Are y'all with me today? See, saints, if you want God's presence back in your life, then you've got to consecrate yourself. And how many of y'all know we need his presence? We need it. There's people that experience his presence, and there's people that carry his presence. Amen. The ones that will consecrate themselves are ones that will carry his presence. The ones that won't are ones that will experience his presence, and that's it. Anybody can walk into a worship environment where the presence of the Lord is. Amen. Are you all with me today? But not just anybody can carry the presence of the Lord. How many of y'all want to be carriers of the presence of the Lord? Come on, somebody. We need the ark of God in our lives. Praise the Lord. Psalms 24 and 3 says this, Who may ascend the hill of the Lord, and who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord and who may stand in the holy place? He who has a clean hand and a pure heart. Amen. And not only do we need to be holy, but we need to praise and worship him with all of our hearts. Amen. See, there's something about it when we praise God with a pure heart. Hello. Amen. There's something about it when we worship God with a pure heart. First Chronicles 15 and 17. Then David spoke to the chief of the Levites to appoint their relatives, the singers, with instruments of music to raise sounds of joy. See, how many of y'all know God loves it when we praise him? He loves it when we worship him. Amen. He releases his presence when we worship him with all of our hearts. Are y'all with me today? When our hearts are pure, when our hearts are clean, then God's manifest presence will come upon you. Amen. As you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. Amen. As you seek him, you will find him when you search for him with all of your heart. Amen. Not compromised heart, but all of your heart. You will find him. He will manifest himself and you will 
will walk with you and you will carry his presence. Are y'all with me today? See, some of us, we, gotta, we, need, we, need, we not only need to set or consecrate ourselves, amen, but we need to begin to praise God in our lives, amen. We need to start worshiping God again. We need to start praising the Lord, amen. And so as we look here, amen, as the worship team comes forward, wasn't going to be before you too long. But we begin to see here where David, David was able to bring back the ark to Jerusalem. Now, the first few times he tried, he wasn't able to do it. Come on. Amen. I I know that some of you, you say, you know, this year I want to get closer to God. Amen. This year I want to. Go back to walking in the presence of the Lord. I want that intimate relationship to be even more so. I want to, you know, be walking with him like in the cool of the day. I want to be talking with him and, amen, and listening to him and feeling his presence and just having that communion and that relationship. I don't want it to stop. I don't want it to just be where I come and encounter him at church, but I want it to be where everywhere I go each and every day, amen, that I'm walking with God again, amen, praise the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, amen, that's a good thing to want, amen, and you can have it. Somebody say, you can have it. Amen. But there's a certain way in order to, to receive it. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Amen. David was trying it on his own, in his own way, and it wasn't working. But when David lined up with God, Come on. when David began to do it God's way, when he began to bring, do it, amen, in the way that God anticipated. This is First Chronicles 16 to 1. And he says, and they brought in the ark of God. And they placed it inside the tent, which David had pitched for it. And they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before God. Amen. Praise the Lord. He was able to bring it back into his life. He was able to bring it back to Jerusalem. He was able to get back where we needed to be. Come on, somebody. Amen. You can get back where you need to be. You can get back where you once were. Come on now. You can get back to that intimacy. You can get back, amen, to that pure, awesome, sweet, sweet communion in your life. You can get back, amen, to what you were when you had that first love. You can get back there. Amen. You say, well, I haven't experienced that in a while. I haven't, amen walked in it. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can get it back. Amen. You may have been trying to get it back for a while now. And you're like, I don't understand why I can't. I'm not sure why. Amen. Well, I'm here to tell you today, if you'll just line up with God, amen, it'll come back. Amen. I'm here to tell you. Come on. He was able to bring it back. Amen. And whenever it was brought back, hello, We begin to see in our scripture here. Look at verse 12 in chapter 6 of 2 Samuel. Look at this scripture. And y'all are familiar with it, some of you. 2 Samuel 6 and 12. Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obedidim and all that belongs to him on account of the ark of God. Come on. And David went 
and he brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom in the city of David with gladness. See, he had gotten that presence back. He got that ark back. Amen. And they had it in the house of Obed-Edom. And guess what it said? It blessed him. Hello. And not only did it bless him, but it blessed his whole family. Come on now. Hello. And then David saw it. He was, he was excited. He was happy. He was like, man, come on now. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We've got God's presence back. We've got the ark of God back. Praise God. And he went and he got it and he took it all the way from the house, amen, of Obadiah. And he took it into the, into the city of David. Amen. In other words, he took what he had received back personally what he had received in within his household and he wanted to take it amen with gladness and share it amen with all those around him come on somebody amen not only was he blessed not only was his family blessed but now he was going to use it to bless everybody else come on somebody that's what happens when you're carrying the presence of the lord in your life you become blessed your family becomes blessed everybody around you becomes blessed amen you're a light in the darkness you're a light in the world come on now Come on, stand to your feet, amen. But he had to do it God's way. He had to do it God's way. He tried it his way. His way didn't work. I don't know about you. I don't, I'm tired of trying it my way. My way doesn't work. I got to do it God's way. Amen. I've got to do it God's way. But if I will, amen, there's going to be a joy that's unspeakable. There's going to be a peace that's, un, amen, surpassable. It's, hello. There's going to be, amen, joy and gladness in my life. There's going to be fulfillment. There's going to be blessing. There's going to be victory. says in first chronicles 16 to 2 and when david had finished offering the burnt offerings and the peace offering he says he blessed the people in the name of the lord and he says that then all the people departed each to his house amen each to their house so here he is it was there he took it he blessed it to the people right come on he blessed it to the people and what did they do they all took it and they took it to their house and they blessed their house with it so God's not only going to bless you he's not only going to bless your family he's not only going to use you to bless others and then those others are going to take it and bless and bless somebody else bless theirs come on somebody that's what God's wanting to do that's what happens when you carry the presence of God in your life and that's what God wants to do with you this year amen he wants to use you as a carrier, amen. He wants to use you to bless others and to bless your family and to bless your loved ones and to bless yourself. Come on. He says, David returned to bless his household. Hello. God wants to use you to bless your household. Come on. He wants to use you to bless it, but it's going to take you getting it back. You're going to have to get back the ark of God in your life. You're going to have to get back the presence of God in your life so that you can bless your household. So that you can bless your, your city. 
your town, your neighborhood, your workplace, your family. God wants to use you to carry the presence of the Lord. You're a part of that Levitical priesthood. Hello. You're capable of carrying that presence. You've been grafted in. Whether you're Jew, Gentile, amen. You've been grafted in by the blood of Jesus Christ. And God wants to use you to carry it in order to be a blessing. And how many of y'all know when they get the ark back and they get God back? Come on now, they begin to walk in victory again. They begin to overcome their enemies. They begin to conquer the Philistines. Come on. They begin to overcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm asking you, amen, get to where you can carry back that ark, where you can get that presence back in your life. But you can't do it your own way. It's going to have take you getting rid of some things. Amen. Some carnal thinking, some worldly things. Amen. The desires of the flesh. Amen. It's going to take that. You don't want to just be somebody that just experiences the presence of God. You want to be somebody that carries the presence of God. Because when you carry it, amen, everywhere you go, amen, you're going to be a blessing, amen. Everywhere you go, amen, you're going to make an impact. So, Father, I just thank you tonight. Just lift your hands. I just praise you tonight, King Jesus. Lord, I just, I thank you in advance, Lord, for releasing back the ark of God, the presence of God upon their lives. I thank you, Lord, that they will be carriers of your presence, God. Lord, and wherever they go, God, they will bring life. Wherever they go, they will, Father God, bring joy. Everywhere they go, God, they will, Father God, bless those around them, God. They will be a blessing, God. Amen. They will be a blessing. They will be a blessing coming. They will be a blessing going, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. And people will be impacted. And people, God, will be blessed, God. Thank you, Lord God, for that today. Release it in their lives in the name of Jesus. By faith tonight, Lord God. By faith tonight. By faith. Release it. By faith tonight, 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 release it. Release it in this house. Release it on their lives as they repent, God. As they come to you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Ramayana, 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 Ramayana. Come, Jesus. Yes, Lord God. Pour it out, my God, today, God. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, God. Come, my King, come, my King, come, my King. Let me sacrifice. Let me dedicate my life.